Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Sloby. With me, of course, my good friend Devious Vacuum. Hello, it's me. Also, your audio is cutting out on Discord uh, a little bit. Okay, well I'll reconnect in a moment. My good friend Jim. Hey everybody. Oh, hold on. Wait, give me one second. Uh, that was a little hard. Hell yes! <laughs> my good friend Turbo C. Uh, that, it's not carbonated, so... Uh, yeah, hi, I'm here. <laughs> my good friend Aaron Ronan. Uh, hi, hi, I don't have a drink. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to run the gambit. You got. You already <laughs> had the best drink, so that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that was enough for the entire series. <laughs> mm -hmm. My good friend Polahoko. Hello. What was that? Was that Velcro? That was Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> I love the lack of explanation. From my carpal tunnel brace. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got a carpal tunnel brace right now. Oh no, the programmer's oh. injury. You can't drink that. Yeah, I was gonna be like, there's <laughs> stuff on cans now? <laughs> yeah, I'm here to drink uh, Dr. Pepper. Oh no, I've got carpal tunnel now. Hey. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Enough, enough effing around. Um, what what happened to us last time? You are still cutting off. I know. I'm, I was about to disconnect and reconnect as soon as somebody started in on that. Okay, you're only cutting off when you are about to say something important, uh, <laughs> which is great. We we can't follow our cues. God, this dog and pony show. You know, I, I'm not going to be cut off in the source audio, so this is just going to be confusing. Well, we we literally couldn't we tell what you were talking you. about. You said, okay, so... Oh. And then you yeah. just went quiet, so... Is it is it better now? Yeah, yeah. it seems to be better now. You've entered our word line again. Hmm. Slopey fading out into the beta timeline. <laughs> the last time... What'd you call me? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm from the Alpha Timeline, thank you very much. Somebody else do the summary. <laughs> I'm from the Chad Timeline. <laughs> These lizard people are coming through and are putting us in the beta timeline. Hey, hey, I, I won genetic powerball, okay? Uh, that's how they say it. Alright, anyway. We're already off the deep end. Into the yes. beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, so what happened? What did we do last time? Last time we got the bad ending, or the alternate ending for Suzuha. We got Suzuha's ending. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're the one where we decided to try to save Suzuha, and then in this time we didn't send, or we sent the... Damn it, I'm confused already. We sent, we sent, we we sent the email. Yeah. We sent a email, we, we made her leave Akihabara earlier. Which means she didn't have any of her memories with us right. or meet her yeah. dad, but she did not lose her memories in the past. And right, so we're in the world line where Suzuha wasn't with us that time, and we're wondering if that is going to save Mayuri. But Mr. Braun still recalls the name Hashida Suzu, so like that would imply that maybe she like found out her father's name or something at some point enough to use the last name Hashida. Mm hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? I don't know. Because, like, I mean, she was, she was using Amane, which is her mother's name, and if she knew that her father's name was Hashida at all, then she, he, she would have immediately been suspicious of Daru having the same name. So she must have learned it later. Maybe she did learn something. Yeah, that's not really explained. Well, the important thing is that in this timeline, she went back to the time that she wanted to go back to, but because she didn't stop And, and kept her memories. 
Yep, the machine wasn't broken, so she kept all her memories. Mm-hmm. But we still don't have the IBM 5100. Yeah. No. And it's not in the lab. Yeah, Rintaro checks in the lab, and it's not there. And he's like, and the time passes, the time of night passes where CERN comes and attacks the lab, and, and nothing happens. And Mayuri doesn't die. So, uh, Rintaro's like, okay, we made it. We did it. And it's really, there's only one branching path in this game. It's <laughs> we're, we're at the good end now. However, Hashida Suzu is still not alive. She passed. She still passed away ten years ago, but not from suicide. From hmm. probably from time travel. Probably from time travel cancer. Honestly, like yeah. everybody's dealing with like massive amounts of radiation crap. It's like, no, you're gonna die. Sane heart disease. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that. <laughs> well, you're in a microwave for like however long. I mean, you know. Yeah. So that's sad. Um, but. It's not the worst. One thing also that I found out uh, in between sessions, um, and it's a little appropriate because we're it's almost Halloween when we're recording this, and probably several months past it when you're <laughs> listening to this. Merry Christmas, everyone! Now you're the time traveler. But um, there is a apparently in the Japanese version, uh, unless you have the PSP version, there is a cosplay mode you can enable, and everyone uh, wears different uh costumes everyone that has oh, yeah. a sprite at least and mr brown is terrifying yes he's doraemon <laughs> i didn't even realize it was doraemon at first and it fucked me up but it's not it's not like really doraemon right it's like kind of knockoff doraemon where it's like, like it's enough that you know yeah. yeah like the colors are off so apparently we're doing this in like the middle of a Saints or a Steinsgate revitalization where they're kind of like, I think they're doing like an HD remake or whatever. And apparently they have like an, they have like an extra mode, which is like the 8-bit, like, or old PC yeah, version of We it. actually talked about it. I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or not, but I, I bought that game. I have that 8-bit version. Yeah, I think we talked about it on, like, the first episode many <laughs> yeah. moons ago. But, but it's coming out in English next year, so they're lo yeah. localizing it. Yay. Hey, look forward to that in 2019. Yeah. Better be a literal translation. Oh, anyway, so... <laughs> so we go to Mr. Braun's house. Yeah, and, and I want to take a little tangent here. It would be a short one. I told you before about how Akihabara is represented really um, realistically in this game. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time that I actually yelled the couches, what What the hell are you doing? So they, they have to go one station north of Akihabara to um, Okachimashi Station. And they started the lab. And the lab is basically located in Akihabara's northwest uh, corner. And Akihabara Station is in Akihabara's southeast corner. And mm -hmm. they go to the station and they take the train once one station to Okachimachi. It will literally take them less time to walk there than to do this entire trip, and they wouldn't have to pay to, for the train. To Hachimachi. And I, I, I was I was really mad <laughs> at the characters for doing that. I love that, <laughs> especially considering how cheap they are. Yeah, that's yeah. like a real that's like a big New York thing. I find at least like being in New York, like whenever like people in movies fuck that up, it's always ah come on. Yeah, you if, know what I mean. If you're listening on YouTube, I'm going to put, like, a Google Map screenshot to, to, to demonstrate this. <laughs> so go look at the video. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm sorry. That, that was a little rant. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's like, yeah, I, I, I guess the closest thing I can think of immediately is just the L train in Spider-Man 2. That always... That, 
it doesn't bother me, bother me, because I know they kind of need it for the scene, but it's still like, all right, whatever, you know. <laughs> it's weird that they got something that wrong in this game, because, yeah, it seems like... No, it, fe- it feels like people just want to take the train because they think it's going to be faster, when in, in reality, just walking would get you there even faster. <laughs> Are they wimps? Wait, no, is Daru with them? Because da- we know from the last no. episode, Daru... Yeah. It's just uh, Mr. Brown and Rintaro. Yeah. Mr. Brown probably walks everywhere, and he's buff as hell, so I don't know. Maybe he's really tired from the gym. Like, we don't know if he if he's a cardio guy. Maybe he just does upper body. Maybe there might have been a whole conversation that's not included in the game. Like, what do you mean, Rintaro? We're, we, it's just easier to walk. And he's like, no. But in the HD version, we get to see that conversation. <laughs> that's what the organization would be expecting. Maybe we change the timeline so that they're farther away. I could just kill Mr. Braun and get away with it right now. Oh, anyway, sorry, wrong ending. Go ahead. So anyway, Mr. Braun takes Rintaro to his house, which is Suzuha's old house, after Rintaro says that he knew her. Her bike is outside. Yeah, but it's all rusted, of course, because it's from 1975 now. So he was like, oh, that bike temporarily existed in two places at once. Or it's like the same bike. And it was affected by the timeline. To be super rusty. No, I just mean that, like, it was the same kind of bike, and she just bought another one in 1975 because she really liked it. Oh, no, she took she took her back to the past. She, they said yeah, it. Yeah, she oh. took it with her yeah. into the time machine. That's, that seems kind of irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's, like, a thing in it? Yeah, did she think they didn't have bicycles in 1975? I mean, we've sent humans back through time. We haven't done anything with bicycles. We could have had a Jeff Goldblum fly scenario and Suzuha's running around with two wheels instead of legs. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe that's how they invented bicycles. That, well, never mind. But, they cut off. No. Oh. Please retell the joke so we can all laugh at it properly. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> so the important thing is that Mr. Braun has the divergence meter because uh, it disappeared when Suzuha wasn't there to give it to us. So, Mr. Braun is the divergence meter. We look at it. It's changed. Um, it's higher. Yeah, and it tells us that when before she died, she kept looking at it and, and wondering if it, if it changed or not. Aww. You feel like Mr. Brown would, like, want to take it apart, being the electronics lover that he is. I guess only he really only cares about TVs, so... Maybe not. Maybe he didn't want to because it was hers or something. I, I've been waiting for her to die so I could dissect this this <laughs> clock looking thing. So she was like a mentor to him, I guess, or like a like a kind of a mentor figure. Um, she looked. He says that he looked that she looked after him when he returned to Japan after the death of his parents. Um, so he was living abroad, and then he I, I don't know. She, he I was really close with her. Um, which is really sweet. He returned to Japan and he apparently burned his house down because he was smoking. And then... Oh, yeah! Yeah. Yeah, she's like his neighbor who was friends with him and then takes him in. And he doesn't know why. Oh, yeah, he doesn't know why why he deserved it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and she gave him the shop and told him to one day um, be kind to someone. That's why he went... He he gave Rintaro the, the second floor. What a, what a nice man. And then, like, before she died, before she died, she's like, can I just, like, cover your head with my shirt one last time? He's like, what? <laughs> and But he did it, because, you know, that's nice. <laughs> An old woman's last wish. She was 44! 
<laughs> she was no poor, old. Poor old women. One foot in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Cradle robber Suzuha, they called her. And yeah, Rintaro, like, it's, he has, like, it's funny, because he's already kind of, like, yeah, he's 19, but it's, he still, like, is, like, oh, well, he thinks that, uh, that Mr. Braun was married to Suzuha for a minute. Like, he, like, it's, it was very, like, all old people are the same age, like, moment out of Rintaro. Yeah. And he's, like, <laughs> Mr. Braun's, like, are you high? Are you yeah, high right now? Yeah, he says, are you high? So he's, like, all, and all young people are the same age kind of thing. <laughs> So yeah, we see he sees the meter, but he doesn't take it, and uh, heads back to the lab, and is just really happy that Mayuri is alive and that we made it past the the deadline and everything is okay. And, and so Rintaro is really paying close attention to Mayuri and like really appreciating her. And Kurisu makes a uh, makes a, a query, and she's like, Mayuri, are you and Rintaro a couple? Um, because you know, she's like, oh, you like her. And uh, they're like, no, nah, we're we're childhood friends, and uh, of course, Karisu is embarrassed because she secretly likes Rintaro, as we all know. All the girls secretly like Rintaro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For some reason. The one thing I like about this scene is that uh, Rintaro is just coming down off like a really nasty timeline where he just saw Mayuri die over and over again, and now he's he thinks that he's safe. But he also, he's doting on Mayuri, but he's also trying to get back into, like, his old self, where he's, like, uh, joking around and being dramatic all the time. And it's difficult for him, almost. Yeah, he thinks to himself, yeah. Anytime he, he goes into the med scientist um, bit, he, he actually thinks it about it. I, I have to go into my hoin Kyoma mode now. Yeah. That's right. And everybody else is picking up on it. Like, you know, Mayuri realizes when they're on the on the subway and... And Kirisu realizes when he calls her by the correct name a couple times, so like everybody picks That's up on right. the fact that he's not doing it like the, like he used to. There's something going on. So he's still worried that something could happen to Mayuri. So he has set up the time leap machine to activate at a moment's notice and send him three hours, I believe, back in the past, just in case. And mm. this pays off because uh, later. The, I think it just kind of is like, and then later, the rounders ended up attacking anyway. Like, very, like... It's like 24 <laughs> hours after they originally attacked. They attacked later, plus Suzuzu, Suzuha isn't there to save them either. So, it's worse now. Yeah. So he has to set off the, the steam bomb, and then activate the machine, and Mayuri gets shot again. He leaves backwards three hours and consults Kurisu again. And uh, Kurisu finally... I'm glad that that um, Chris's character is set up such that she can kind of like make these inferences with limited information, uh, so we don't have to hear it all again. And but she says what we've all been thinking: you have to get back to the world line where you had the IBN fifty one hundred. So you have to undo all the stuff that you did that made you lose it. And it's weird because it's tough to keep track of these if she's already experienced him going back in time. But at least in this timeline, she's experienced the D-mail working. So, like, it, it would make sense that she'd be more willing to sort of be like, okay, yeah, clearly something's going on. And she's already invented the full, whatever, time leap machine. Uh, so, right. Like, so it's, it's believable that she doesn't need a bunch of exposition. She's just going to buy him, like, oh, yeah, you probably are time traveling. Mm -hmm. So he leaps back to right before the time, time leap machine is completed again. 
to start working on this, uh, so he has to cancel the emails sent by Ferris, Lu- Luca, and Moeka. Yeah, he he wants to walk backwards, though. So, from the last one to the first one. Yeah, and uh, Krisu also, before he leaves back, is like, look, it's really important that you don't die while this is happening, because as soon as you die, we can't do this, so don't die, okay? <laughs> and he's like, okay! And so the first person that we have to talk to in order to undo these changes in the order that they were done uh, is Ferris. Yeah, because we don't know what she actually sent to the past. She kept it a secret. Yeah, and he, he gets mad that he can't find her. Um, but of course, she's at a Rhinet tournament. But it's like, like, calm down, my dude. Like, <laughs> like she's living her life out there. Like, what are you mad that you can't talk to her? Like, literally, the minute you get back. But like, he, you know, he's kind of fed up at this point. Obviously, I I love it because he goes to her house and the butler. He talks over the intercom to the butler. And he's just like, uh, "Is Ferris there? No." Uh, well, I need to talk to her. Well, have you tried contacting her? Yeah, but she won't answer my calls, so can you tell me where she is? She's she's clearly avoiding me. Can you tell me where? Yeah, like anyone <laughs> would say. I'm an excellent butler, so of course I'll tell you exactly where she is. So she's at the tournament. Uh, I think, did, does the butler say that, or does maybe... Oh, no, no, the butler refuses, the butler refuses to answer. We call Daru because we know Daru's a stalker, and we'll know. We know he's a stalker, yeah. <laughs> And Dara's like, oh, she's in a tournament. It's over at 4 p.m. And, like, I think he could have waited till 4 p.m. I don't know. I feel like this whole thing is, like, calm down. Like, you're you're traveling through time. Like, this is what you got to do. Yeah, it's those, one of those things where it's like, oh, no, I have to do it or I'll run out of time. It's like, no, that you don't. That's not. You have unlimited time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I sort of, right? Like, I think it's, it's, I, I'm imagining that he has this sort of like mental energy level, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, like he, he can't, like, like he could do it in theory, but I think, you know, the whole repetition's gonna end up cracking him up, killing him, whatever you like to say. Yeah, he's cracking up for sure. And, yeah. uh, so he immediately is like, well, I'll just go there and talk to her right now. Um, which is such a bad idea. <laughs> and, um, so he doesn't even make it that far. He gets, uh, into a fight with an eSports pro outside <laughs> of the tournament location. And that, let, tell me about that eSports pro. <laughs> uh, he has a look, like Oren said. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Is he, like, a specific... Is he like uh, Gyaru, Gyaru or anything, or is he just dick supremely tan? Um, he's a jerk. He is. Ex- he is. He's wearing a lot of leather. He has a beanie on. Yeah. Is this a thing, or is he just? Is that just how he is? And he's also a Chunibyo, but not as charming as Rintaro is. No, he's like the evil. He's like the evil version of Rintaro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. Yeah, he absolutely is. He's like if you had like evil Rintaro in a fighting game that would swap back and forth. Wa Rintaro. Yeah. He's oh Akuma Rintaro. And we we later learned that Akuma he's... Rintaro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'll 
I'll tell you what I remember about the guy is his name is like the Black Peacock or something like that. He's very dramatic. He's all about the color black. It's our problem free time leap machine. <laughs> he Sorry, calls, yeah, he calls himself the Black Peacock, but uh, he his uh, name that he goes by uh, is Four Degrees C, which is uh, my very colder cousin. Um, <laughs> and yeah. and that's pronounced uh, Shido. Shido. Uh, yeah. Which the English does say, but it's like not as smooth in Japanese. It's in parentheses, yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've been watching the English translation on, on YouTube, and the um, let's player playing it insisted on calling him four degrees Celsius every time, which was really <laughs> annoying. Which sounds like a damn boy band. It is, yeah. Well, and why not? If you're gonna do that, why just why not just call him four? Why add the degrees Celsius? To be funny, ish. <laughs> to be one degree to, funny. To pad for the YouTube timing. Yeah. Right. Because everyone wants YouTube videos to be longer these days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like... Uh, she, so Shido's gloating, and so it seems like Ferris has, has actually lost. Uh, it's not clear at first, because it looks like he's just being an asshole, but... Uh, but he reveals that, that Ferris lost the finals, and he won against her in the finals. And uh, she's heartbroken. Yeah, and we also learned that he has a bald, sp- a, bo- a bald spot at this point. Yeah, he headbutts Rintaro. He, like, fights Rintaro. It's, like, so much. Like, he's like, hey, I'm trying to find my friend Ferris. And he's like, oh, you mean the former champion? Was, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm trying to... Tr- where is she? And then, yeah, he just... Uh, yeah, headbutts him. Revealing his really stupid bald spot. Yeah, it's like in the wrong place. It's just, it's just weird. Like the whole the whole sprite's weird. The bald spot's weird. It looks like a stain until they kind of zoom in on it and tell you, yeah, that's a bald spot. Or like a burn mark. It looks like somebody took like a cigar to his head. Oh, like a, yeah. It it's it doesn't look natural. It looks like someone just yanked it out. Yeah. You know what I think my whole problem is? Is like, is it, I think at this point, you kind of get an idea of what's, what's going to be happening, and it's like the stakes are too high for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, I know something's going on at the Rynet tournament and shit, but it's like, I'm fucking time traveling. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, preventing death and shit. I don't have time for this dumb bully, you know? Like, these people take Rynet very seriously. Hey, I have. All the time in the world, if the if the game wants to turn into Yu-Gi-Oh, I have all the time in the world for that. You are also like very above like their attitudes about this too, because he's Chunibyo. Sorry, I butchered that. Um, and Ferris like has her own thing going on, and you're just like, is everyone that plays Rhinot like this? I just want to <laughs> get into the meta. I want to. I want to build decks and everything, but no. I have to have my own facade and brand with my with my game. It's really weird that Rintaro, the nerd, goes into the Rynet tournament with all the Rynet nerds, and he's the one that's weirded out. I don't think that's that weird. I mean, like, there's like, ner- there, you know, there's nerd things where it's like when you, especially when you see like what happens later, it's kind of like this is going. Well, anyway, we can get into it. I guess as it comes. I don't know. I I, also, I feel you, but I I, I, I have. Good. No, I, I stopped. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say this guy's just future Biff Tannen. This is who he is. Exactly. 
Yes. Yeah. I prefer Takuma Rintaro, but if we have to, I guess Biff Tannen's fine too. Um. So eventually, we after he beats us up, and I I forget what happens, but I'm just going to pretend like we just are like out and walk away. Um. We Basically, go. Yeah. We go back to uh, Ferris's house, and the butler lets us in, and Ferris is very depressed. And we, we don't even really try and console her. We're just like, "Hey, do you remember uh, time traveling?" <laughs> <laughs> I love how this goes down. And Ferris is really depressed. It's like, "Oh, I lost the tournament." And Rintaro's like, "That's great. Say, if you were going to change the past, how would you do it?" But like, I have to admit, I can't feel too bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me just because like we're talking about preventing death, of which Rintaro's like looped through. Seen time travel and shit. It's like, I don't have time for your Rynet tournament. I get that this is important to you, but there's other things going on here. <sighs> okay, fine, I'll help you in the Rynet tournament. You know, that kind of shit. But Ferris knows, like, once he says, like, oh, we have a, a, a time machine, um, just like she did before, she does believe him and tries to... Well, let me just read my notes. Ferris tries to trick Rintaro into using D-mails so she can win the tournament. Rintaro becomes mm. horny and agrees. <laughs> yeah, because he knows what she's doing at first, and then he's just like, yep, okay. She, like, grabs his chest, and he's like, oh, okay, I might as well. <laughs> and it's it's extremely obvious that he, she's doing this, like, even from the beginning, because you're like, you remember time traveling? She's like, oh, yes, I remember. I rode back in the machine. It's like, no, wait, you, you sent a text. I'm trying to... Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he even acknowledges it, and he's just like, yeah, this is... And she's like, I'm, I'm just so depressed now. If, if I could win the tournament, then maybe I could remember doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's clear that she's playing him, but... He, he even recognizes it, but he's like, well, it's a chance. Yeah, like, whatever, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, he doesn't really have any good strategy here, because she doesn't remember sending the D-mail, and he doesn't even know what to ask her. He basically, hmm. he, he tries, like, um, if if... If Akihabara had more shops in the past and you wanted to change it so it won't anymore, what would you do? But that's that's not a good question. <laughs> no. Yeah, and knowing like now looking back on it, like knowing what she undid, like she would never in a million years be like, oh yeah. It's certainly not in these circumstances. Yeah, no, she there's no way. And even her just knowing her personality, like Get rid of the, the Moe stuff. Hmm. Uh, there would be no way. She, she, mm. there would be no way that she would want to do that. No way Moe. Mm. Oh my god. We got a lot of episode title candidates. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Ferris is like, okay, if you want me to win the tournament, they cheat. They cheated. So... What you need to do is bring me earplugs and sunglasses before the tournament so that I can have them that will stop their their sabotage. And um, so he's like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And he leaves back in time. And I'm kind of sad that he didn't ask. I'm kind of sad that he didn't ask whether it was earplugs for the human ears or the cat ears. But <laughs> <laughs> this is a good point. And, uh, so when he leaves back in time, he goes back and, uh, catches Faris right as she is entering the tournament. 
And uh, Shido is there again, and he gets Shido to leave Ferris alone. Uh, so Ferris doesn't listen to him. Like, he's like, Ferris, like, you need this, they're gonna try to- I think he even is like, they're gonna try to sabotage you, like, you need this, and she's like, no, I don't believe you, why are you saying that I'm gonna lose right before my big match? And she's like, mad, and doesn't want to deal with him, and is being like, really, also very unreasonable. And, uh, but Shido arrives and starts, like, yelling stuff out. Shido says really awful things to Ferris. Really bad. <laughs> like, really unacceptable things. And, uh, like, uh, just his whole vibe of, like, being, like, inappropriate, like, so intensely, inappropriately hostile at all moments is, like, mm. so much. I don't, I don't know. It feels, it's annoying and it feels like maybe a little lazy. I don't know. But it's like, it's so up to 11. I don't even know how to feel about it. It's just like, what? He gets much worse later, so. <laughs> yeah. After the tournament. Yeah, hmm. like, why? What, what's on the line here? He just goes for anything that comes to his mind, too. Yeah. They're not like great insults or anything. You're not like, haha, you got me. It's just, yeah. He's just, like, so deeply desperate, I guess, is kind of how he comes across. He's so mad, and it doesn't really, like, it's not like, oh, well, the prize is five million yen, or whatever, right? Like, it doesn't say anything about, like, the motivation other than for the sake of, like, pride and... God, I don't know. I mean, I know that, like, the gaming communities can be like that sometimes, but, like... Oh, no, this is this is completely real to the gaming community. Except that he would be stammering while saying all that shit. But he would still say it. The only thing... The fr my first thought was, like, oh, is this, the, like, the fighting game community? But, like, I don't, I don't even know. Actually, the fighting game community is actually chiller than most other communities. Yeah, honestly, it is. <laughs> there was, like, a really cool article about it once, how, like, they kind of cleaned up their act in a way, because, like... It was attracting, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, they do a pretty good job of policing themselves, I think. They really do, yeah. Yeah, they pulled themselves back, but yeah, previously they did have a... They were very much like this. Yeah. But... Especially the Smash Bros. people. Definitely, like, it, it reminds me of, like, um... The... The pro Hearthstone streamer, Hafu, and when she talks about her experiences being a WoW... Competitive WoW player, and, like, why she left, because, uh... It was just like nonstop gendered insults constantly, mm. and it just it did, it does kind of remind me of that hearing those stories. She's in my like like hosting circle actually. Oh my god, she's cool. Yeah. I like. I, I know if I ever get like a thousand viewers, I'm like oh, that's Hafu. Thank you. Yeah, but um... <laughs> I mean there is that kind of trash talk element, which in competitive communities that I'm not in a competitive community, but the way I understand it, it's it's. A thing, it's a way to get into somebody's head. It's just kind of expected, but then you can take that too far. Yeah, so we get into the match, and Daru is like uh, talking about the trash talk. Like, yeah, I guess that's an important part of the game, but but even he's like, eh, don't really understand. And he says that everybody hates that gang. Like, they, yeah. like, they are, they, like, Shido and his group are, like, everybody hates them. Well, it's not hard to see why. Well, Daru tells us that 
tells us that they're like I think they're called the viral attackers or something like that. Oh yeah. Yep. And yeah. they're like the heels of the Rynet community where they've got this like dark history where half of their matches are just forfeit under mysterious circumstances and they apparently muscle their way through competitions because they're all run by kids and nerds and all they have to do is intimidate them to get what they want. Like everyone boos them. It's a lot though. Like so what they end up doing to Farris, just to like kinda move it along too, is like during the game, they're apparently pointing laser pointers at her face the whole time, and then, like, what are they, yelling shit out during it? Uh, yeah, they're... Yeah. ...saying a whole bunch of crap. Right, so basically the the thrust of this is supposed to be that, like, I guess she got distracted her first time around, Rintar but she's not putting on her sunglasses for it, which Rintaro's like, what the hell's, like, going wrong here that she won't put on these sunglasses? But she's seeing people with laser pointers in the face, and the whole time I'm kind of like, why isn't anyone stopping this? Right? Because you can see a laser pointer hit somebody's face. Like, that's very obvious. Yeah. By the way, if, if you play this with the voices muted, then you should go back and listen to the announcer. Um, the announcer mm. is tremendous. Yes. He's yeah. amazing. <laughs> he really yeah, is. Yeah. He has... This is the only character that has more energy than, than Rintaro. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's, like, drawn out, like, you know, like a, like a, like a boxing announcer or something. And it's like, and here we go! Maybe the announcer's <laughs> living their best Chinubio life, too. Like, this is the thing. If they were, if the viral attackers were, like, actually heels and this is all, like, a show thing, this would be great. Right, yeah. but... Yeah, so that they're taking it seriously, yeah. 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 Well, we got a lot, of, we get a lot of technical details about the game here. A lot of technical details about the game. Yeah, they treat it like a Yu-Gi-Oh thing, where they literally explain how the game's played. Like, they... I think they wanted to make Orionet, or at least make it very believable. Yeah, mm. And it doesn't seem to be a collectible game, though. It seems to be, like, just have standard cards. It's like chess, yeah. Yep. So it's, it's strange to have, like, such a huge community and... and competition it around takes it so long it takes so long to get through this game i thought for sure we were gonna have to leap back again and they even say like <laughs> it's two people playing together and f but faris plays by herself and i thought we're gonna have to go back in time again convince her to let us play with her so that we can be there and like tell her what the cheats are but then mm. that doesn't happen no i i don't know if like I don't know how to summarize exactly what happens insofar as it's a long con mind game of sorts. It eventually comes down to like this almost three card Monty type situation where yeah. the other people have, are about to win. They just need to get the right card out of it. And yeah. Yeah. And, and, and she, uses special, she uses a special attack that allows her to swap two of her cards. Yeah, to explain it simply without getting into, like, the rule, actual rules of the game, it's uh, taking cards and giving cards, and you're meant to take four good cards, and if you take four bad cards, then you lose. And it's about tricking people into taking cards that are bad for them. So, and it, it is, it's, yeah, it becomes that whole, like, I think it's like the poison pill thing, right? It's like, well, did I swap it with my, like, own kind of thing? Yeah, or whatever. yeah. Like, yes, yes, it's a very Princess Bride situation going yep. on. In yeah, <laughs> it really, really is. And the whole time that's going on, they believe that both uh, Shiro's been like, like, like trash talking Faris the whole time. They've also been yelling at her, and they've been sending these, these, you know, the, these laser lights at her, which you know, Rintaro's trying to stop, but be only barely successful. He's a stop like one. He steals it from one guy, but like everybody else is still able to do it. Yeah, 
He threatens a person with a fake gun, too. But her... That's true. But her gambit pays off, and she wins the match. She had the earplugs in the whole time. Yeah, but she thought the sunglasses were too, like, obstructive of her. Like, you know, it's like, everybody's gotta look at Ferris or whatever, but... Yeah. yeah. But also, it enables it enables the long con even better, because they're thinking the whole time that she hasn't put anything on, they think the laser lights are working. Right. I, I love it, too, because she pro- that means she probably didn't hear any of the trash talking. Yeah, exactly. Nope. She had the earplugs in. But she was making a face like it was affecting her, which was really good. Yeah, so she totally played them. But even though she wins, and we discover all that, uh, outside, uh, Shido, what does he do? He's like, hey, everybody, she cheated, and somehow this works. Uh, she cheated, and they, like, um... Like, bombard all the internet message boards with that sort of shit, and then they just start physically attacking them. Yeah, this is wild. Like, it escalates to physical violence. Right, and Rintaro and Faris have to run and hide. And, you know, I gotta get where they're going and stuff, and I know it sounds ridiculous to say, why would anyone believe them about this? And I know, but, like, it is a little weird that this group is saying, hey, you know, this person cheated, and it's like, aren't you known for the laser pointers and all that? You know, that that's a little hard to swallow for me. I think it was all, all, all their gang. It wasn't, like, random people. Yeah. I think it was all people in their gang. No, but I mean, like, no, no, no. No, 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 I know, I get that. I'm saying, like, if... If they're posting on message boards, like, oh, right. y- you know what I mean? It's like, why would I believe Seed and, and the viral attackers of all people? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Well, you could post anonymously. I'm assuming that's what they did. Ferris cheated and she sucks. Put this in your signature if you love viral attackers. Like, yeah, the like- specific rumor that they started was that since her old man is, like, powerful in the community or whatever, that he rigged mm. all the games for her. I see. It almost, the only thing is, like, maybe they've been, like, have they also been saying this the whole time? Like, is this, like, some kind of, like, oh, this confirms the rumors yeah. that you heard about Ferris? I feel like this has been, like, a long con kind of thing. I guess. The Ferris tells Rintara about, about her superpower at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that well, they're hiding. They even hinted at this during the game. They're like, I heard you can read minds, and that's a form of cheating in itself, too. So, mm. you suck. Um, but, <laughs> turns out she's just really good at reading people's emotions from their faces. Yeah, she can read micro-expressions. Yeah, but you can tell when people are lying uh, really easily. With a high level of, mm-hmm. of accuracy. She talks about it in her Rhinette Masterclass. She, she, why she believes him when he talks about the time machine. Because she sees that he's not lying. Um, and so they're, they eventually get holed up in, uh, the, like, storage area above what used to be the May Queen. Before we get to this point, can we walk back a little bit? Because, uh, Slowbeef had the problem with the internet message board thing. I have the problem that this is actually a threat. Because they go through this long scene where they get ganged up on and they run away. Oh, but now they're here, now they're over there, no matter where they run, there's always, like... It's like Team Rocket or whatever, where there's always viral attack goons everywhere. And it's like, this is not a real gang. This is a bunch of, like, card game players. Also, if you saw Shido's sprite, he looks like he's emaciated. Like, Rintaro looks healthier than him. Like, this is not a threat. (laughs) 
but even if it is, like, go to the cops, like, there's kind of a lot you, this is, this whole kind of thing, like, I get, I'm not saying I don't accept it as a plot point or something, but it's kind of like, I'm side-eyeing this. But the cops are in the viral attacker's pocket. Like, they were running away from the viral attackers in the same way they were running away from the rounders. Right. Yeah, these, these, these card players are much more effective than, like, a highly trained military operation. (laughs) What if the viral attackers work for CERN, and this is just an extremely long con that they're like, I don't know, this Rynet thing will be useful somehow. <laughs> CERN invented Rynet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They just invented it just for the whole sole purpose of getting to this point. So they're in, so they're holed up in this like, attic, and they call uh, Daru and Mayuri and are like, send us a send us a cab or something and I, I don't know. They're, like, trying to escape. It's it's a whole convoluted thing that, like, doesn't need to be as convoluted as it is. Um, but mm-hmm. the, the whole thing is that Rentaro and Ferris uh, are sort of, like, trapped in this quiet space together, and they finally, like, have a frank conversation. He explains the situation again, and Ferris is like, Ah, well, uh, knowing me, I was probably lying to you, because I don't remember anything. And <laughs> Rintaro has such a great line, which is, I should have expected this from how she normally acts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real, though. Which is such a, like, 19-year-old boy mood right there. I just love that. He's, like, so, like, oh, I should have known. It's it's just that stage of acceptance of, like, yep, kind of figured. I was real I was real dumb before. Yeah, I probably deserved this. So he starts talking to her about stuff, and she does recognize the name May Queen and says that she, that this, that happened on this timeline. The cafe almost opened, but her dad changed his mind at the last moment. And mm-hmm. so Rintaro starts talking more and more about what happened in the original timeline. And Ferris starts to become upset, like her head hurts. And she, she's like, uh, and she like does start to remember some of these things, which implies that like, I guess, you know, that since this was a deviation from what it was supposed to be, like, there's some there's some weird overlap, because they're in the same physical space as well. I don't know. Maybe maybe Ferris is just sensitive to these kind of things. I'm interested to see if future characters also remember what they did. But she mm. remembers. Yeah, and she really remembers. Like, she doesn't just start remembering, like, basic stuff. She remembers, like, details and gets in depth with it. I kind of see it as just a cop-out, honestly. Well, later she said that she's actually really confused because it's like, it's like she's having two different lifetimes in her, in her mind at the same time. Mm. Um, I, I will say that it, it's not just a one-time um, one thing. It, 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 it's explained later on, kind of. Oh, mm. oh well, okay. Like I can, I can, I can give it to them because they're again in this like the the center of like the physical location where that like that this change centers around for her, and like she's in the same place, and you know he's telling her literally like everything that was different and everything that changed, and I don't know if it's possible for those things to to sort of intermingle like that. Then I don't know. It's. It's a little bit of a, a stretch. Look, we made a fucking time machine out of a microwave. Ferris can remember a damn timeline. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. So Ferris remembers the alternate timeline, and she just tells him everything, because obviously this is, like, a wild scenario. And she's like, so what I sent the text message about was, um, 
that her father actually died ten years ago, and she he got on an airplane, and the plane crashed, and he was the only one who died. And uh, she sent she fixed this by sending a text message that was like, "We've kidnapped your daughter." Right. That's a little later, but but yeah. Well, then isn't it also that like not. Not only did he die in that plane crash, but she got mad at him for something when she was young. Yeah, the last and, the, before he died, the last thing she said was like, "I I hate you" or something like that, because she was mad at him. Yeah, it, it it was her birthday, and she wanted him to spend a day with her, and he agreed. But then the last moment moment he had like a business trip he had to take, and that's when he died. He said that cat girls biologically make no sense. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> So, uh, they... <laughs> That's they what she to... undid. <laughs> He's like, seriously, if you were a cat girl, it wouldn't just be the ear, sweetheart. <laughs> he still dies in the plane crash, but at least he likes cat girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He died liking Moe. So before they... Before they can go through the whole, like, the whole story, um, they have to deal with the viral attackers and, and like, people come in to this room that they're in, and they, like, throw... They, they Oh, like, Karisu just, like, calls Rintaro on the phone, and he's like, well, now they can hear me talking to you on the phone, and they're <laughs> like, oh, someone's here! And he's like, Karisu, what should I do? And she's like, oh, throw flour in the air. And so he throws flour in the air, and uh, I don't know exactly what happens, like, it does something? It's essentially, it's a smoke bomb. Like, he just, he just, it's just basically, the flower explodes, it's just a big old smoke bomb. So, so what he did was throw a flower in the air, and then he told him to turn on the light before leaving. And that's what caused, caused it to explode. Yeah, the explosion is after, like, as they're running out the door, so that these guys don't follow him. He turns the light on, and apparently it triggers the explosion. Then they actually get outside, and the viral attackers start to actually beat up Rintaro, like, for serious. Well, they pulled a knife on him in the storeroom. Like, they had their yeah. freaking switchblades out. What the knuckles. fuck? Crap, these guys are insane. Like, I don't understand how this is a real game. I, I'm i still reeling. It's not. It's a video game game. So, yeah. No, know, but... So, so uh, right before Rintaro is, like, really gonna get beat up. But he still does get beat up, which annoys me because this is a story that somebody wrote. And, like, does he ha really have to, like, get beat up for, like, five minutes before Ferris's dad gets there? Could he have not gotten there a few minutes earlier? <laughs> Was that too unrealistic? Well, hang on, hang on. We, we, we get to that point because Rintaro and the Four Degrees have their own little, like, rap battle or, like, dance battle where they're both chunibioing at each other. And that just breaks down because Four Degrees just starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah, it's really... Like, Rintaro's faking like something's gonna happen. <laughs> and then, like, uh... What is, what's his name is just like, no, I'm just gonna start punching you in the face and kneeing you in the groin. <laughs> like, no, you're just gonna get your ass kicked, dude. At any rate, yeah, so Ferris's dad comes, and I guess to be fair, if if he'd come before the beating, it would have been one of those, like, oh, that's a coincidence on the timing kind of things, maybe, but fair enough, like, it didn't need to happen, you know? Uh, in a game that is full of those type of coincidences. See, though, I, yeah, I feel like there's some CYA that goes on in this game, though, you know, but, alright, I mean, at, at any rate, yeah, I, I, I get you, it didn't need to happen. Um, uh... What was it then? So yeah, we go. Then we they were back at Ferris's like apartment or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked to. Oh, there's a lot of conversation that happens. 
um, at, at some point. Yes, uh, Ferris' Carl, dad allows him to stay, to stay there for the night because it's still dangerous to go outside. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah. This guy owns Akihabara, and he's just like, yeah, you shouldn't go outside. I don't know about the cops. We don't involve those here. I'm not, I'm not calling the cops for this nerd. Well, I just think it's, it's neat where it's like there's this situation. There's a situation where it's like, oh, you saved my daughter. I am indebted to you. The most powerful man in Akihabara. We get a bunch of information from him. But you know what would have been better? Like, he got beat up. Like, why don't you rest here? Yeah. You know? Like, maybe a doctor's not necessary. That's a little much. But why don't you at least stay the night or something on the couch? Yeah, I mean, of course they have a guest bedroom ready. I thought he offered him stuff, like, as a reward. He didn't give him it. I mean, he was taking care of him. Apparently, apparently his daughter. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He tells a story. So he tells a story of... And we find out that Suzuha gave the IBN 5100 to Ferris's dad in the past from talking to him. And he explains that... Ferris got kidnapped as a child, and that, which is the text that she sent, um, but he doesn't know that, and that in order to pay the ransom, uh, which was like 10 million yen or whatever, he didn't have that much money at the time, and a mysterious buyer showed up and bought the IBN 5100 from him for the exact ransom money. What a coincidence. So it seems like what happened is that CERN stepped in and, like, um, played into Ferris's lie text. And so, yeah, so they have to undo, so that's how, that's how that affected, like, what happened to the computer. So, Rintaro then spends the night in the apartment to recover, and he's laying there in bed, thinking about how impossible it would be to trade his life for Mayuri's, to trade Ferris's dad's life for Mayuri's life at this point, like, to allow the plane crash to happen. Um... Like, is that even a thing that he could do? Like, to say, like, oh, well, you don't get to have a dad because Mayuri is supposed to be alive? Like, mm. what, what does that even mean? And uh, Ferris comes in. She's not wearing her cat ears. And she talks to him like a normal person. She's being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. I mean, yeah. Ferris, we, we've known that Ferris is in love with Rintaro for a while. And she's, like, just like, hello, I'm... I'm laying in bed next to you now, being emotionally vulnerable. Which quickly transitions to, I'm going to lay on top of you, being emotionally <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> and then her dad comes in. His, like, inner monologue about anything that Ferris does is, like, so funny to me, because it's extremely, like, could this girl like me? I don't know. Still not enough evidence. <laughs> is this flirting? <laughs> yeah, is this flirting? <laughs> It is very 19-year-old dude, though. Like, it is just... You could not be more of a dumbass. <laughs> Shout-outs to anyone who's a 19-year-old dude listening to this. I'm sure very, I'm sure very many. Yeah, you know what? If some girl's <laughs> laying on top of you, she probably likes you. Just take that take that from us and move on. <laughs> if you learn anything from this podcast... <laughs> this is, yeah, this is where you want to get your advice on dating and relationships is from Visual Novel Book Club. Because <laughs> you know we're all successful. <laughs> That's what we're about. <laughs> I'm drowning in sex now. Thanks, Visual Novel Book Club. Look, I'm just saying some people that listen to this might be time travelers. We don't know. <laughs> we brought in Oren Ronin so you can learn how to fuck in Japan. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
different visual novel. If you get a category <laughs> made on top of you, then... Yeah. <laughs> you can... oh, need our su- help then. Yeah, how to survive this <laughs> deadly situation. <laughs> Did you escape a rival gang and now you got a cat girl on top of you in bed? What the fuck? Why are you listening to us? You live a crazy life. <laughs> you should be the visual novel hero, Akuma Rintaro. Please, your podcast. Yeah, we want to listen to your podcast. I don't. I'm not into cat girls. But anyway, People so... People that cool don't have podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> to his credit, he keeps being really honest about all of this. Yeah, he does have, like... He knows that he, like... It's weird, too, because it's like, he, I really feel like he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't love her, like, right? Like, he, he's not, even though she, yeah, she, like, ticks off all the boxes, and he talks about, like, how beautiful she is, and how they get along, and all this stuff. How jealous Daru would be. Yeah, like, but it just doesn't, it doesn't click for him, which is why this ending is odd. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and when you're jumping around like this, and it seems like also everyone is into you, it's enough to remember, okay, okay, what experiences have we had together? I'm not sure. <laughs> I've got seven other girls who are also wanting to jump in here with me, so I'm going to decide which timeline I'm in and which one of us has earned this. Yeah, uh, so, but, so Ferris, uh, what she actually says is basically that she's decided that she does want to undo the change now that she remembers both timelines. <laughs> oh, um, shit! Yeah, so she, she, I don't know, she's trying to cope with it. I guess she starts to, to talk like it's inevitable that it needs to be undone. And, uh, she says it like, thank you for giving me this time with my father and these memories with him. Um, she kind of sees it as like that this alternate timeline was never supposed to happen, which I guess like it, it does make sense more with someone who like isn't like on uh, listening to all the like theoretical physics. Right? If you're just like a normal person, then it's like, oh, yeah. like this wasn't, su- this wasn't ever supposed to happen. You know, it was all supposed to be the first thing that happened. It's a, it's a really good scene. It, it's a scene that's done really well. And it's this kind of genuine moment of, um, Ferris kind of giving permission or just trying to take the load off of Rintaro's mind. It's like, yeah, okay, this is how it is. You need to set things back to the way they were. And Rintaro's like, uh, is, is that really okay? And then it's just, no, I, I don't know. I'm freaking out. I, I don't know. Here, here's what I think of this is if Rintaro were to do this in a way, he's almost kind, not quite a murderer, but he might feel like one. Cause this is, this is not, this is something that it's like, it's, he's not literally responsible for, but it's getting close, you know? And, I almost feel like this is sort of an, a, a way of writing him out of a moral quandary because it is, I can understand it, but if you're telling me that, like, not only does Ferris's daughter, d- father die, but her last words to him are like, I hate, this is like a traumatic fucking thing that she can undo. And she's like, ah, you know what? I had enough time with him. It's okay. You know, it's like, this is hard. Like, I get it. I guess it could happen, but. You know, it's one of those, like, this is a lot to swallow. It really leans on the fact that we don't have a lot of information about, like, Ferris's history. Mm. Um, like, and her relationship with her father, and, like, what's happened over these ten years, which we don't have enough time to get into that. But it, de- I, I feel like it definitely leans a lot on, like, what were those ten years? What, what other memories did she get back from the first timeline? You know, we don't know any of that stuff, so... 
I don't know. But her reverse message to text back in time is JK on ransom. I love you, Papa. See you soon. Oof. So my if my if my kids are listening to this podcast, don't undo the time travel. Leave me alive. It's okay. I want to hear that. Thank you. You'll help them fight CERN. Yeah. Also, um, I got a quick question. Just trying to kind of clarify this timeline. Didn't they just meet Ferris recently? No, they've all, they've known Ferris for a while because they know her at the beginning of the game. But when she saves her, because remember when when she saves her father, that means she doesn't work at the cat cafe. Oh, which in means this timeline, yeah. Th- in this timeline, mm. didn't they just meet her about Rynet? Yeah, they met her at a Rynet tournament. Not that long ago, so she does not have a relationship with uh, Mayori. So she's literally sacrificing her father for this woman. But she remembers the alternate timeline. She remembers the first. Oh, timeline. now that's right. She does the other one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah that it's, makes sense. Yeah. Also, she's friends with Mayori. It just hasn't been that long a time. It's still. I mean, yeah. It's it, yeah. This I think this only works if she remembers the timeline. Like just from every aspect of it, it's really hard for me to buy though. That like it's it's just that like you'd be like, you know what? I had enough time with him. I guess. But yeah, there's maybe other stuff involved, etc. That was just my only point. But I could see like if she remembers both really well, then she's then it's more like yeah. okay, this timeline seems like a dream I just had this this one, and I think the real timeline is the other one. It seems it seems that she does. I mean, she, she says that she is not really sure anymore what's real and what's not, and everything is mixed up in her mind. Yeah. It it does kind of feel like as soon as she remembers, she kind of like primarily identifies as the Ferris from the previous timeline, like from the original. Also, like, maybe she starts to see herself that way of, like, oh, this is the real me, and the, the, the first set of memories that I have are from me messing up the timeline, and maybe she feels like this is the real me, the old me. Everything about this is the worst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's so well, sad. I'm okay with just accepting that Ferris has the memories as long as it makes the story good, which the story's good, so... So uh, we hold up our phone, and this is the breakpoint of sending the text message or not. So if you don't send it, then Rintaro's like, "Look, I I gotta see if I can change the past without Ferris's dad taking t- uh, taking the plane." Right. And this, th- yeah. So this is basically not really explained, but we end up kind of in a world where. F- where Ferris's dad's alive and Mayuri's alive, everybody's alive and happy, but with the Twilight Zone twist. I don't, I don't know how that worked, either, because they kind of flagged that up where they were kind of trying to figure out what they would do, and Ferris even says if the IBN fifty one hundred wasn't sold, like you couldn't get the kind of money in that ransom by selling the other computers. So I don't know what he did. But the kidnapping also wasn't real, right? It was just Ferris running yeah. away. I don't so. think they ever actually say what they sent back. Um. Well, it's also possible that... It's possible CERN's not in on this either, that they're, like, looking to buy the IDN 5100, and now he's looking to sell it because he thinks the kidnapping is real. He sells it, Ferris comes back, it's like, well, I didn't really care about the IDN 5100 that much, but whatever. Don't do that again. Yeah. But anyway, they, they send they send another email, and then Rintaro suddenly finds himself in the middle of the street. Instead of in the lab. That's right. And and the big thing is that we see the change in the meter. And the meter actually mm-hmm. goes down significantly. Yep. It goes from like 0.40 right. to 0.27. 
So they never, they never explain this in the game, but they do explain it uh, in supplemental materials. Um, I know what it is. So what, 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 is it, what is it? Negative number. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, it, it's, it's negative 0.2. Uh, and yeah, the supplemental materials cause this the um, Omega attractor field. Oh. Of course. <laughs> yeah. What, you guys didn't get that? And, and, yeah, uh, you know. And apparently that's like a different doctor field that was caused by the, um, the big uh, divergent chain that happened in the year 2000. And that's when they sent the Dimmel to. Because there was, there was another one back then. Hmm. And that's why it's, it's, it's so different. Yeah, so this, this is 0.67 away from where we were, but going in the opposite direction. Yeah. I kind of looked at it like it went through, it like became the original timeline again, but then kept going in another direction. Um, but at any rate, what's what's this world like? Uh, well, so first he goes to look at the the divergence meter, and uh, Nye is there, uh, Mr. Braun's daughter is there, and she doesn't know who he is. Um, right. And she's just like, why are you in my house, weird man? <laughs> So, to summarize this this timeline, as we learn more and more about it, um, so, we see that Mr. Braun doesn't know us, which means the future gadget laboratory doesn't exist. We didn't rent it from him. And the only contact he has on his phone is Ferris. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not friends with anyone else, and uh, he is, Rintaro is Ferris's dual partner, and also Ferris's boyfriend! Yeah. Yeah, that's a good uh, gender-neutral SO, <laughs> you know, phrase, your dual partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went back and got all SJW on your shit. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, my, me and my dual partner. Um, that's really good, though. Oh, man, I would use that. Uh, just dual to partner? Just fuck up someone's day. Yeah, <laughs> me introducing my boyfriend to my gamer friends. This is my dual partner. <laughs> That would fuck up someone's day, to be fair. But um, <laughs> just for that one moment where they're not sure if I'm kidding. It's, it sounds like super like futuristic anime. Like, you know, oh yeah, we're dual partners. It sounds like Yu-Gi-Oh, which is also how I yeah. like to live my life. Yep. <laughs> God, Daddy's my dual partner. Why do you keep calling my boyfriend? Shut up. <laughs> Seto Kaiba would never dual partner with anyone. Does she want to duel with me? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a gun to your head in bed. It's totally confusing. Dueling? <laughs> <laughs> dueling. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, Rintaro's Ferris's boyfriend. Um, their relationship is like a secret because they're both like pro esports players or whatever. Um, and uh, the May Queen exists and uh, it is uh, Cat Made Cafe, and Ferris is still there working, and Mayuri is still there working. Yeah, Cat is back to normal. Yeah, all the Mayuri shops But Mayuri and Daru are both—they are both at the May Queen, but neither of them know who Rintaro is. Uh, Mayuri just kind of knows, like, oh, that's Ferris's boyfriend, but like that's it. Uh, but Ferris is dead; is still alive. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, it's kind of the the sort of monkey spot trade here is that like that Mary's alive and stuff, but now he had to give up all his friends and everything to to save her. But and Karisu, who knows where she is? Yeah, it's like when Homer gets the world where they they all have like the long tongues and they're eating like frogs. Is it close enough? 
You know, like, good enough. <laughs> Remember when Homer's time traveling? But I still know what you're talking about, so... <laughs> When Homer goes time traveling. Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fine. It was good. It was a good leap that we had to make there. It's not a bad <laughs> ending. Not for Rentaro, not after everything else. <laughs> not for Homer, but yeah. <laughs> he it, This hits Rentaro really hard when he realizes Myri and Daru don't know who he is, and he's alone, and he just got Ferris, and Ferris is upset because then he tells her what happened, and one, he doesn't remember how to play Rhinet. And two, their whole relationship, he doesn't know. And, like, they've been dating for a while, and they've been friends for a while, a long time. And um, she's also really upset. That's why I was... I, I, yeah, that was where I was actually kind of impressed with the writing, because they, they keep it honest. He doesn't fall in yeah. love with her, like, immediately again. But yeah. he's, he's trying to make it happen, though, because that's his only connection to... To the previous world he knew to anyone yeah. really he's just like he's all alone here and oh, he yes. like oh my god he's like asking her about their relationship at this cafe and um they confess to each other i don't know if they kissed yet or not but she's like we didn't like she's like trying to say they didn't have sex and uh and it's awkward and teenagery and uh he eventually is like, I'm glad that we did fall in love, and even though I don't remember, I want to fall in love with you all over again. And, uh, and so, yeah, that happens. And the, the game ends as they face off with the viral, against the viral attackers in the finals. And I really thought that it was gonna play, be like, ha, now, now you get the chance to know what their cheating is going to be because of the other thing in the other timeline, but it just it just ends. <laughs> it's just a big red light. Anyway, so, um... They did put out a physical version of Freinet. Um, oh, no, my God. oh, good. Why am I not surprised? I refuse to play. <laughs> Pola, get on it. I'll do it. Yeah, we might, we might <laughs> you have know to, I'll do we it. might have to play it. Yeah, yeah. we're all aware. <laughs> <sighs> so... That's the Ferris ending. Um, yes. I doesn't. It doesn't seem that bad. It doesn't seem that bad. It's not bad at all. It's weird, but it, I think it'll it'll even out because Mayuri and Daru are right there, and he has the rest of his life to become friends with them again. And like in the in the scope of his whole life, like I know Rintaro, I know you're 19. It feels like you've lived so long, but you have the rest of your life to regain the intimacy of those relationships with those other people. Yeah. Because if there's something people like, it's forcing friendship on them. Yeah, this is going to go great. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, he's, he doesn't really have the rest of his life. Is he? Well, he, do, he does have the rest of his life, but he's got 34 years till you know, certain things over. Yeah, does. is that even going to happen? Because you're at... Oh, yeah. It is such a giant change, yeah, that I don't know. Um, it, but it's still close to the, to the current, right? Because it's on the other side, but it's still on the same timeline. I... I don't really love the whole concept of, like, a negative timeline because it's, like, I feel like the way this works, it's not, like, a one-dimensional thing. Like, you're talking about an entire universe that's in parallel. You know what I mean? Like, it, you, you can't even if you imagine that three-dimensionally, being some X amount of distance away from a, another timeline, it could be in, like, any real direction, you know? Like, I get it, but it's, like... If we're, like, using the game's logic, we were trying to get to the beta timeline by getting the thing to one. Let's say there's another timeline that is at zero, and then we went there, and now we're somewhere else on that timeline where where there's no time machine or whatever, 
but also we're a Rynet player. No, man, I'm I don't I'm not saying I don't get it. I'm saying the game doesn't get it. Like you're you can be 0.5 away from a timeline in a few million timelines. Yes, but you're still you're still getting sucked back towards the general the the big points, right? Isn't that what the whole like alpha the tractor field sure yeah, thing? Field thing? Sure, yeah. So like, it, I gotta think in this timeline as well as others, CERN still takes control. Like, Titer's I would assume stuff. that too. Yeah, Titer's like even with Titer trying all these different things, it it keeps going back to CERN taking control. Yeah. I don't think he's really away from the alpha attractor field or whatever, personally, but I don't know. I think they probably don't. I mean, if Mayuri survives, that seems to be like an essential part of the CERN timeline. Well, it could be that they're in the CERN timeline and they just don't even care anymore because they're not involved. Rynet. But where, what were they at before he start, Before they started doing everything around? Like, were they at a zero before the... Yeah, because, well, the, the measurement device is based on the timeline that Suzuha left from. Yeah. You know? So that's zero. Zero is that timeline where CERN took over and she traveled back. Okay. So that's where I'm, I'm kind of like, what does negative two really mean? Like, if, if you got to negative one, then I guess I could see, like, okay, you wrapped around to an Omega. Dude, that, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Field. Yeah. Like, so if they had gone yeah. to negative one, I could totally be like, okay, this is a third one where, like, none of this stuff is going to happen. Yeah. But this feels like it's still close enough to alpha that, you know. That said, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, how is it different than positive point two? It doesn't make much sense, but I think the game is trying to tell you that they are in a different yeah. attractor field and CERN won't take over this time. Right. And also, just make the middle bar light up in the LED thing. It's easy to do <laughs> negative. Whatever. Anyway, I'm just sorry. Just have it but... like a little word on the thing. It says, is CERN taking over? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> so, that was uh, not as not as dramatic as of an ending, I think, as uh, Suzuha's whole situation. No. Oh, no. So. no, much lighter. I think we kind of needed that, honestly. I kind of yeah. liked it. Yeah, it was all right. It was okay. Yeah. So, what what are we doing next time? So obviously we're not we are going to send the email. Yeah, you're going to send the email, and you can probably guess what you're going to do next time. It's another like shortish chapter. You're going to play through it, mm. and then at the end of it, you're going to once again not send the email that it wants to send. And we're going to get another ending, and you can probably imagine which character it's going to be. So this is Luca. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mr. Braun! <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have a lot of things to discuss next episode. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Elsai Kongru. Elsai Kongru.